Hello, everybody. It's me, Lindsay. And Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. Where we talk about cool communities on the internet. But not today. Because today we're this just talk- week, the community <laughs> is us. <laughs> we're just talking about ourselves. La, 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 ladies only. <laughs> wow. I... Oh, man. I tried to figure out how to make that my ringtone, and uh, <laughs> it's kind of complicated on an iPhone, actually, but, like, I need that. I need that really badly. Um, Apple, you want to do something cool? Well, fuck you. That's this why, is how we do it. Yeah, that's why you get an Android baby But I hate the Apple Android war, where, like, it's so stupid. Like, I send pictures to my friends on Android. Like, doesn't fucking go through. It's so dumb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you got to get that pixel life. Yeah, but I was going to say, long-time listeners, this episode you may have fun with. First-time listeners, please go choose a different one to start with, but thanks for dropping by. No, y'all can stay, too. Listen to another one after this, and you'll be like, what the heck? Mm, okay. Um, <laughs> so, I have uh, lots of fun news. Wow. I am... I feel really good about my TikTok situation. I started posting almost every day in mid-January, and I have my first video with 600,000 views, or as I like to call it, over half a million. And oh, uh, uh. yeah, and I have, I, <laughs> I hit 10K followers last night. And once you hit 10K, you can start going live if you want to. I haven't, I don't, I have no idea if I'm going to. Oh, and some 2G1P listeners have popped in uh, into the comments, said hello, recommended the podcast. So thank you so much to those of you who have stopped by. And again, my screen name is at Allie underscore Goldie. And I have another related story, but I'll pause and see how are how are you two doing? Well, first of all, that male voice you heard giggling, it's not just me with a cold. That's Matt. Hey, Matt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Come on, girl. Let's do this. What the <laughs> heck? Wow. <I> <laughs> I love it. Matt, you're going, you went out for the first time ever uh, post-pandemic. Is that? Yeah, I left the house. So uh, It's fucking weird out there, man. So it's I- weird. <laughs> I don't recommend it. left the house. I don't recommend Allie, it. Allie, he didn't like it. He hated it. Oh, no, it was great. I went to a little uh, little town called uh, New York City, the Big Apple. Have you, got, have you heard of it? A little town, Big Apple. Heard of it? Going there in June? And uh, otherwise, uh, fuck it. Hey. Well, that's, the, that's the time to go. Right? I know. I yeah. want to work out my visits so they're like only during decent weather at this point. Like, I don't want to go between November and March anymore. <laughs> my friend is there right now, and she sent me a video, and she was like, it's snowing. It's spring. Oh, yeah. What <laughs> the hell is happening here? Yeah, yep. but that's This is why we true. all leave. Yeah, this is why we leave. <laughs> yeah. But, um, my other thing is my besties are visiting right now. I've known my besties since we were three years old, but she lives in New York. She and her husband are here. They're in my living room. And hmm. I set them up. No big deal. But I'm going Whoa. to heaven. I'm going and to And they heaven. tried yeah, to that, set that you was... up with that hot guy from D.C. And you were like, no. That's <laughs> not what happened. But but <laughs> cool. <laughs> not interested in hot guys. Uh, if anyone watched all. me during that brief moment of quarantine when I thought what it when I thought it was only going to be two weeks and I streamed my dates from my bathtub. Um, <laughs> my friends set me up with a dude, but he lives in DC. So that was uh, kind of complicated. He was was nice, it? Though. It yeah, didn't seem nice. complicated to me. If we had gone on a bathtub date, I'd be living in DC right now. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm accepting uh, other setups, particularly ones that don't require flights. I'm accepting uh, all, all the hot guys Allie doesn't want to date because they're not zip code appropriate. I mean, if they'd Anywhere like the to fly to L.A., sure. 
(laughs) (laughs) We'll share more of that story offline. So, Lindsay, how are you doing? I'm okay. I went to Lake Arrowhead to celebrate my friend's birthday this weekend. And when I got there, I realized that I had celebrated another friend's birthday in this exact same Airbnb like four years ago. And it was wild Mm. and hilarious. And I felt like an expert. So that Airbnb is popping. That Airbnb is popping. Industrial Revolution, baby. That's the name of the house. Was it like a deja vu situation where you didn't know it was the same one and you're like, what? I've been here before. Well, I mean, as a very overscheduled person and, and I wasn't the point person for this house, I didn't look at any of the pictures. I was like, it truly right. doesn't matter where we're going. I'm just going to go. Just show up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best. Just show up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't driving or anything. So I was in the car. And as we pulled up to the house, I was like, wait a minute. I think I've stayed here before. (laughs) (laughs) And all my friends were like, wow, you didn't recognize it from the pictures? I was like, truly did not click through those pictures once. Sorry. (laughs) The odds of that are pretty seem low unless this is a remote place with like two Airbnbs. No, no, it's not. But it was yeah. great. It was beautiful, just as lovely as the last time. Nice. Thanks, Diane. That's our host's name. Mm-hmm. Well, I have an, a story that's slightly relevant to Two Girls, One Podcast, which is my video on TikTok that has 600,000 views is about my trip to the sex dungeon, which uh, longtime listeners n- probably know. I'm sure I've told it here how I was a voyeur at a sex dungeon. And longtime listeners know I just love that shit, right? Like, I just want to go investigate all communities. That's literally what this podcast is. But I had a kind of interesting experience on TikTok, which was 99% of the comments were really great and funny and members of the SF kink community actually correctly guessing the dungeon, recommending other dungeons Mm. to go to. But there was 1% of comments that were like, you're othering this community, like you're sharing these stories. And it was just kind of, and you know, there were some people that were mad at me. And it was just kind of interesting because I was like, huh, you know, if I'm just showing up on your For You page, you don't know that actually like this is my jam. Um, you know, there's no context on me. And so a lot of people thought I was making fun of the community, which was just kind of, I don't know, I felt bad. You know what I mean? Um, but it was also interesting because like people who know me know that I'm not at all making fun of the community. And I actually think that talking and joking about these things actually is a way to destigmatize it and normalize it, Yeah, which most of of the comments agreed with. But 1% of the comments thought I was you know, adding to the stigma. And I was like, that's definitely not my intention. But then I actually had a productive conversation with one of them who like told me I was a crappy person, but then I like just responded very kindly and was like, Hey, I like totally understand your concerns. And, you know, that's not how I wanted this to come off. And I actually think talking about it is very normalizing. And then she wrote a very nice response after, but it was was sort of an interesting thing to think about in terms of how these communities are presented, especially as listeners, longtime listeners know that it's not at all our intention to make fun of these communities. Very interesting from a creative standpoint, because Mm -hmm. TikTok is such a, and news feeds in general are such a contextless thing. So if you're listening to a podcast, you're like, yeah, I've listened to 50 episodes. I know who these people are. But if you, if a TikTok algorithmically Mm -hmm. is served to you, you, like you said, zero context. So 
is the where's the onus? The onus is on you to say no, no, I'm I'm doing I mean, look, I'm again, doing you right. Ninety nine percent of the comments were super positive, maybe right. more than ninety nine percent. So, you were, so you like, were fine, I'm not proper, really gonna, yeah. you know, yeah. Like one person was like, take this down, and I'm like, mm, it has like thousands of likes and positive comments. So I'm not gonna take it down, but like, <laughs> <laughs> if if it, if it had been disproportionate, if a lot of people had been offended, yeah, that's something I might have considered. Yes. But it is interesting, right? Even if you just listen to one podcast episode, you're still getting 40 minutes of this high-pitched voice, whereas in TikTok, it's a Discussion and context and a guest who is either in the community or an expert. Yeah, it's a so totally yeah. different so thing. Yeah, super interesting. So I will probably be more careful, but I also think some of it's going to be unavoidable. Because like, you, as you, as you, you guys know, right this is thing. like my first time really diving into social media. So it's sort of an interesting... Um, learning people experience. get offended people like to be upset they get yeah. right. it's it's you know i mean I also made a joke you're just that, lucky yeah. you weren't on stage at the oscars that person might have slapped you in the Whoa, face oh yeah that's a whole situation <laughs> too yeah too, what, what so yeah so we can we can leave that but what are your opinions on the oscars incident although this will <laughs> bro how embarrassing be slightly old. Uh, yeah. it was very awkward i think chris rock handled it exceptionally well yeah um I don't know what I would have done if someone assaulted me on international television like that. Right. It's I, wild that Will Smith didn't take that into account, that it was so public. It's <laughs> truly crazy. It makes me think he's unwell. This was like, mm. no one has ever made Kanye's rant seem less crazy than Will Smith <laughs> slapping Chris Rock in the face. Right. Uh. Um, um, it, it was, I was like, I mean, truly, we are all Lupita Nyong'o. I'm sure you've seen. I'm sure it's been memed all over the place. But her face was just like, <laughs> what, what do we is do? happening? It's interesting, too, because Will Smith is so beloved, you know, I think. Right? I mean, yeah. it was it was absolutely wild. Will Smith doesn't curse on any of his, of his albums. And at the Oscars, he said right. fucking twice. Yeah, that was the creepiest <laughs> part to me. It wasn't even the slap. Like, the slap was almost like, I don't know, Chris Rock was laughing. It was weird. The mm, cursing mm -hmm. after was like the disturbing part to me. Because yeah, he has a pretty wholesome image. No, I mean, no, he curses a lot. I mean, I've seen bad boys. It's it's yeah. not like he's, he's not like, you know, s sweet baby, whatever. He's an adult man with right. like feelings, but like, he's not well. That was like, you're not well to do something like that in, in this kind of a setting. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's not, you're not well, something's wrong there right. and you, you need help, but like, and leaning on this narrative that I feel like half the internet's like, yeah, he stood up for what was right. And there was something cathartic in that. And the other half is like, no, violence is never okay. And we don't even know what Chris Rock knew or didn't know about his remarks. So like he can say sorry, or he can own his remark, but you can, it's never okay to hit someone. Uh, it, ever it was uh, no it is absolutely not okay and will smith knows that i, I don't know i don't even know yeah. like there's no he and people are like and then he apologized in his speech and i'm like where not absolutely really. he no, did that's not what i was waiting for he doubled exactly. down and was like i was defending my family down. i'm like from a yeah. gi jane joke bro yeah. you need to back well, it up the, the one thing i do think people aren't talking about though is that like yeah, violence is never the answer, but making a joke about someone's alopecia is pretty fucked up. 
But is, is the thing is, the thing know? is, that's that's Chris Rock's problem, and then we can all right, talk about have, Chris Rock. Right. But now we it's have someone like, committing assault on television, and is he going to face consequences for that? Like, what is going to happen? You know, yeah, it could have been. If Chris I was Rock's Chris Rock problem, and, and someone, it could have been exactly. If I was Chris Rock, I, first of all. I truly would not have been able to do what he did where he was like, look, he immediately was like, look, I'll never say her name again. I, you know, I won't. And he, he took responsibility for that part, but homeboy was slapped in the face. That's crazy. And I would have come off stage and been like, look, as soon as Will Smith, because everybody knew Will Smith was going to win an Oscar that night. Like Mm -hmm. everybody knew you've ruined not only the night for everyone, but your whole legacy is now wrapped up in this assault right. you committed. I don't think his whole legacy is tarnished. No one will ever talk about him winning the Oscar that night without remembering him slapping oh, this Chris Rock in the face. Night, yeah, yeah. For no, sure. I'm saying he won an Oscar. That's yeah. his legacy. He won yeah. an Oscar for Best Actor as a Black man in America. It's crazy that that even happened. But now mm. it's tied up in this whole other thing that's truly problematic for Black people and Black men in general. I'm just saying it's very sad that that's now part of this Oscar win for like him and for all people who wanted this win to be important, you know, mm-hmm. and it's that's that's what's truly sad. But also, if I was Chris Rock, I'd be like, as soon as I got off stage, which Chris Rock stayed up on that stage all the way through poor Questlove speech that everybody was like Googling, was this a joke <laughs> while it was happening? And and Correct. I would have come off stage and been like, yo, as soon as Will Smith walks off that stage with his Oscar, y'all better have the cops here because I'm pressing charges against his ass. My wife just was like, how is how is he still in the theater? Who, why is no one escorting him out? Like, yeah. what? I would You would be yeah. asked to leave, sir. Like, And now there's talks of him losing his Oscar because of the Oscars code of conduct. It's yeah, crazy. It's really sad. I mean, that's not going to happen. I mean, yeah. but... Now that's part of the conversation. Yikes and a half. But mm-hmm. also a couple of other things that happened at the Oscars that are hilarious. Andrew Garfield, love him very much, was totally texting right up there in the second row. Hilarious. And Nicole Kidman <laughs> fell asleep during Kevin Costner's speech. And I was laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, it's my so God. Wild to be like so famous for so many years that you fall asleep at the Oscars. I mean, to be last you year know, she way, couldn't like, clap. If I went to the Oscars, I'd be like, "Oh my God, we're at the Oscars!" She's like, oh, "Another Oscars," you know what I mean? Well, I mean, Kevin Costner's speech was snoozeworthy, Allie. It Next time you're having insomnia, just put that thing on. <laughs> it was a cool sentiment that kicked off, and then and then went for a good long time. Yeah, the same. He was taking up way too much space. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. that Japanese guy, he got two sentences, and then they started playing him off. He's like, "Actually, let me finish." And then Kevin Costner's <laughs> like, I'm going to talk for a long time about nothing. Here I am, still talking. I am Kevin Costner. Ay, ay, ay. But if you haven't seen Nicole Kidman falling asleep, you've got to try to find it. No, it's it's hilarious. Support anyone taking their naps wherever they can. Yeah. You know right I mean? in the yeah, front row. Nice work. These are busy nice people. Yeah. She's a busy person. Yeah. She's very talented. Zooming out as two actors and, you know, writers, performers, etc., creators. Do you view the Oscars as a a place where the arts are celebrated or do you view it as a circle jerk where rich people give each other awards? What's your take on it? I have no opinion. It's just meta. 
Okay. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think the Oscars is what it is, and we kind of all know what it is. And sometimes when it surprises us, that's great. But mm-hmm. everybody who's upset at the Oscars, I mean, <laughs> like, it's just, just don't watch. I don't know. That's another layer. I just mean, like, uh, giving awards for art. Is that fun and cool, or is yeah, it, I like, antithetical good. to yeah. art? Yeah, okay. I think it's fun and cool, but it doesn't mean that that art is actually better than other art. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> it's a, that's just a fun, cool important. thing to do, to recognize yeah. some people sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. You know, historically, it hasn't been very representative, and it's not very objective. It's it's o- mm-hmm. it's overtly subjective, and very I much mean, influenced by is, money. So it's like all well. art is, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't you can't take this as oh, this was actually the best film of the year. This is just the best film of the year voted by people in the Academy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's my other piece of news. I did a new hour set in San Francisco last week, and it was a fucking blast. That's what I have to say. I've, nice. I have so much fun. I wish I could do it every single night, and I'm posting some clips. You know where? TikTok, at Allie underscore Goldie. I posted a few on Instagram, but it's wild. Like, I post on Instagram, it gets, like, a couple likes. I post on TikTok, 50,000 views. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Instagram, what are you doing to me? But, um, yeah, so at Allie underscore Goldie on both platforms if you want to check it out. How does that hour come together? And then you're performing it for people who I assume 99% of the folks in that room are are not familiar with you Mm -hmm. from any other place. So like you're going in cold and you're doing well. Like, what does that look like? What's that situation? Well, I treat it much more like theater. So again, long time (laughs) listeners know my first stand up set ever was an hour. And so I treat it like, oh, I'm kind of like writing a one woman show. And in a Mm -hmm. lot of ways, I find that easier than even like five minute sets where I have to get them on board with me so quickly. I'm one in a lineup. They're used to a certain style, a certain, you know, white man. And (laughs) but when I do my own hour show, you know, it's been advertised with my face. They know they're coming to see me. This is the third time the club has had me back to do an hour of stand-ups. There were actually a lot of repeat people in the audience, which was really nice. And a lot of people came up to me after to say, I saw your last show. I loved it so much. I came to this one. It didn't disappoint. So it was really lovely. But um, as Lindsay knows... Did you feel like you had to update the material at all? Yeah, it was was, uh, almost all new. So it's been nice because this club in particular forces me to write a ton of new material. I tested the jokes on TikTok. And Mm -hmm. as Lindsay knows, because she was part of this... um, focus group but basically i verbally vomit my first draft onto a page it's really rambling it's not the best i do it for friends they give me feedback i tighten it i cut things i rearrange i add punchlines test it for more friends again and again and again and then i have my final version and then i do a full hour and there were like a couple moments that fell flat but like in the context of an hour no one cares you know what i mean it was like Mm -hmm. 95 percent of the stuff killed (laughs) if i may say so myself and then Mm -hmm. i'll cut all the fat there's still even within some jokes i'm like oh you know, there's one joke in particular where I was like, all right, I had three back-to-back punchlines. First one wasn't so strong. The other two were great. Cut that, maybe replace it. And so I keep refining and taking it around clubs in LA. I love it. That's the process. Yeah. And it's so much it. fun. So fun. Yay. Processed. I'm happy yeah. that it went well. Yeah. So that's my story there. Ooh, Allie, do you want to tell everybody about your first big California oopsie daisy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got my Allie first, got speeding, her first ticket. speeding ticket. Oh, on the way to San Francisco. Wow. And I texted Lindsay immediately, what the fuck do I do? 
And I was like, <laughs> show up to court and hope he yeah, doesn't but come. But it's far away. It's huh? up in San Francisco. Yeah. I haven't even dealt with it since it happened. I, I got to set aside a time to take that little carbon copy that you can barely read to figure out what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Just honestly, try traffic it. school. I deserved it. Try traffic school and then you won't get the points on your license. Do you do traffic school I'm not school a lawyer, first? so, I, I, you know, your girl... I, right. I, got I, I don't know. If you know what to do about traffic tickets, tweet me. I'm at Allie underscore Goldie. <laughs> but, you know, California rite of passage. I actually get California points for everything I do. Like every time I eat an avocado, I get a California yeah. point. But this time yeah, I get yeah, actual yeah. points on my license, <laughs> which is too bad. How it's bad really is bad. that? I mean, because like if you're if you're saying there's no way out of the ticket, so you're going to pay it. So it's not a money thing, but the points can be mitigated by defensive driving or whatever. But like yeah. you get X points like. What does that mean? I don't know what because do? I always do traffic school, so I don't get points. Yeah. Like if, if you, you get don't too get too many points, you get your license revoked, but like no, you're not. It makes your insurance go up. It makes your insurance go up. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But if you, that's correct. I mean, if you only get like one, I think it's like, if you don't get, if you get a lot of speeding tickets, you're going to get points. But if, yeah. if you don't, if it's like, if you have no other speeding tickets within two years or something you no can do traffic ones. school yeah i'm just saying don't right. get another one because you won't be able to do traffic school, school the next time okay uh, yeah i gotta do traffic but there was school. a ton of heroin in the trunk though what about that oh that's well, a whole separate trunk, thing so it's yeah. fine oh, oh, she's okay. a white lady they're not gonna look in that trunk yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. it's fine she's and fine it wouldn't be cocaine it would just be molly um, <laughs> <laughs> molly but... did she ask to ride in the trunk <laughs> oh. that's My a big name felony is molly, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had a, uh, a little little chat in the discord recently uh, billy west in space uh commented on the tumblr episode and mentioned that uh, tumblr was very influential for him we were talking about a lot, like the fuck yeah blogs oh yeah uh he says there's a lot i could say about this week's episode uh but i will say that tumblr was definitely a significant place for me when i was in college and the first few years afterward uh and that he ran a fuck yeah blog which was about uh like his major in college. I'm not going to give the link away uh, without his permission, but uh, he shared it there and it's, uh, it's cool. Everyone, not everyone had one, but like everyone has a thing and then everyone found their, their fuck yeah thing on Tumblr. And it looks like Billy had, had his, had his thing. Did we also talk and, and about how I've been dealing with a lot of flat earthers on TikTok and Billy works at NASA and sent me flat earth stickers and patches which was so fucking cool <laughs> nasa there's like patches that say like it's not flat we checked and i was so fucking excited about this <laughs> That's great. and it was like around my birthday he messaged me can i send you this and i was like um that would be amazing and he sent it to me and it arrived and the envelope was completely torn in half and taped back together and all of the <gasps> stickers and patches were gone but the letter was <gasps> in there torn Right? What? Right? What? Right? Mm -hmm. What is the theory here? That some, what like that it got was the return or... address from NASA or something? No, like a... but it was torn completely in half, just like literally, like someone took it and tore it down the middle and taped back together. What the fuck? Right? Suspicious. And the letter was placed back in in like two halves. Uh. Did the so the do you think the post office just done goofed or that somebody stole it? I don't know. It? I don't know. And then there were no patches or anything in there. 
God damn it. Oh, come on, Billy. We got to we gotta get back on this now. I know. So Send now more. he's sending more, which I feel Aww, bad about. But I'm also really so excited about them. <laughs> Isn't it also a, like a felony to like mat mess with with mail? Yeah. Opening yeah, other yeah. people's mail federal, is, a federal, is a federal offense. Federal yeah. offense. That that was the that was the term I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So get the fingerprints off the envelope and let's 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 figure this out. All I th- right. I, I think if you're getting some more in the mail, just be yeah, like grateful that that's going to happen. <laughs> no, I'm very grateful to Billy West. Thank you, sir. Um, what up, Billy? Long time listener. Long time listener. Uh, and Patreon Second time supporter. Mailer. Mm-hmm. Second time mailer, long time <laughs> Patreon supporter. Uh, and speaking of Patreon, you can visit us at patreon.com slash 2G1P. Any level would be wonderful. And you yeah. can also follow us on social media. I already mentioned mine several times. So, Lindsay, what are you? I'm at the Lindsay Life across all platforms. I'm not as avid a poster as Allie, but who Yet. knows? Maybe I'll get there, people. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get there. Maybe I just need a little encouragement. I've been encouraging you. Yeah, um, Allie's very encouraging. She's working. very encouraging. <laughs> so, yeah, you can also email us, 2G1podcast at gmail.com. We love receiving receiving emails from all of you. You can leave us a voicemail. That number is... 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6548. When you email, just rip it in half and then send it. Yeah, that's how email works. So you're going to be good to go. Um, it has torn apart our society, these companies. So there you go. <laughs> same, mm-hmm. same. And if you steal, that's who you should steal from, companies. Oh, you know mm-hmm. what? Actually, I just heard about, which is kind of cool. Ukraine has state-sponsored hackers that are hacking oh, yeah. the Russian government. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Isn't that wild? They're all, I, not all, but like most of them are civilians, but the state is like training them on how to hack and it's kind of crazy. I heard about it on NPR. So if anybody knows anything about that, maybe we should try to get them on our show. I mean, that's wild. I can't believe that entire fucking thing is going on. We didn't get into it today, which is fine because I feel like it's not our place, but like, wow. Yeah. Uh, And just an addendum there. I'm I'm thrilled to hear that um, Ukraine is fighting back on cyber, cyberly. Mm -hmm. That's not a word, Mm -hmm. but you know what I mean? But like state sponsored uh, uh, cyber attacking and and cybersecurity is huge. And and I know this just from knowing it, but also we've had uh, Jack Reesider from Darknet Diaries, Mm -hmm. which is a fantastic show. Um, uh, Many people are aware of it, but he's covered this a lot. And it's like China, North Korea, Russia, US, Israel, like they have it's like the james bond of of the internet basically like hardcore but what's uh, interesting cyber espionage the the ukraine one though is the the people that they are hiring they aren't ukrainian government officials they mm-hmm. don't work for ukraine like government posts no, they, they're they do all, now, they're mostly yeah. civilians that are getting trained yeah. by ukrainian mm-hmm cyber people and now after this war they're just going to be private citizens with these skills right but also they're not like that that trained so there's problems where it's like some of these people are too green and the the cyber attacks that they initiate actually hinder the bigger scale attacks that more trained people are trying to implement interesting so it's a whole 
I mean, I can't wait for the movie on this one. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be Oscar worthy. It, it, it sounds like they're, the, maybe they did not have as robust a cybersecurity program in the government. So they're kind of doing a patchwork version, which is interesting compared to other nation states that have right. like, well, serious uh, skills. Yeah, exactly. I, I think Ukraine wasn't expecting to need such a right. large, you know, network. But yeah. now as soon as they did... They were like, let's let's get everybody in here. Who yeah, who yeah. has a computer? <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Do you have a computer? But like, n- n- what a you would imagine feeling so powerless. Like we all feel so powerless, and also going to the front lines of battle, terrifying. You may never come back from that. But being able to serve your country and help and defend and 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 strike back from a from the safety of a computer or a government facility, like that's it's amazing. Uh, that's a cool way. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah. I wish there were, I wish the West would um, get on board with more of that. I don't know enough mm-hmm. about it, but I feel like that's a kind of I think safer, we're on board with anonymous it. Anonymous way for countries to get <laughs> involved. Happening. All those 12 well, year olds that had I know. Uh, I, I sent you something about it in case we could yeah. cover it, but. That anonymous, mm-hmm. which is obviously non-governmental, but uh, yeah. anonymous as a group, which is a very loose and you know questionable affiliation of hackers like they're when they see injustice in the world they go for it and so they have been hindering russian intelligence as well but like there's no way to track these people down or find out who they are obviously for for obvious reasons Some so real it's interesting batman shit i love sure. it sure which vigilante justice is not a, never a good idea oh. but uh, it's another story yeah we're looking at you bruce wayne <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at you, Will Smith. Go, oh, 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 you brought it back. It's time to go. <laughs> well, that was so, amazing. You can also join our Discord, discord.gg slash 2G1P. Check us out on Facebook. We finally made a Facebook group just as all of us stopped going on Facebook. Do I only speak for myself? <laughs> um, and last but not least, it'll only take a second of your time. It really helps the show out if you can leave us a review. So please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. It only takes a second and there are no dollars involved. Although if you'd like to give us dollars, you can visit patreon.com slash 2G1P. Thanks, everybody. Bye. See ya.